This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to something like episode 464 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com. And barely on the other end of Skype, freshly back from India, from creativephotoworkshops.com.au, Mr. Glenn Lavender. Oh, I, haven't had a shower, I haven't had a shower in a couple of days, so I wouldn't say freshly. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. A little, little, little on the nose back then. <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to Earth 2.0. Yeah, tell me about it. We, we've, we've come back to a whole different reality than what we left, didn't we? Uh, I know. You went the through a wormhole was, while you were in India. Oh yeah, something, <laughs> some crazy shit's gone on, you know. Yeah, so um, good to be back. Yes, good to have got back because it was only a <laughs> yes. couple of days, couple of days after I left that everything sort of shut down. So yeah. um, that was fairly lucky, you yeah. know. Uh, now that India itself is in complete lockdown, so 1.3 billion people told to stay indoors or else. Yikes! Um, unfathomable. Um, you know, the problem is I'd love to be there. You know, <laughs> I would love to because the to streets would be empty. No, but, but to photograph something so, yeah, the, the photographer in you wants to be out there documenting this stuff for the future. Yeah, this, this is yeah, life changing, world changing shit. You yeah, know? yep. So definitely, as a photographer, you want to be out there going, yeah, how do I document this? Yeah, how do I, how do I tell this story? Because yeah, this is this is unbelievable. You know? Yep. Up yep. There are. We were stuck indoors and not able to go out. And- yep. I was saying to someone today, you know, if you read any books on financial theory, the general premise is that every generation will see one depression and two recessions, and the baby boomers have yet to see a depression. Right. And, you know, so I reckon, yeah, because they were all born just after the last one. I reckon we're on our way, dude. I seriously think we are on our way. How can you not be, you know? Yeah. yeah and and I think that the uh, jobs. as you're saying, you know, the stories that will come out of this time will, I think, you know, be like, you know, when you hear depression era stories about how rough it was then, you know. Anyway. Everyone, just about everyone I know doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. It's it's um it's all gone ski all all the all the creative people I know everyone who's in the photography world they're all gone yeah I know any, anyone I know who works in retail gone yep you know, officers gone yeah, it's just and then not, and most of these people aren't even saying hey just stay home for a couple of weeks it's like goodbye yeah you're gone stay out goodbye you're not coming back yeah you know so man my sister in law got done today after nine years of the company and yeah right um, yeah she's she's that, obvious position she knew it was going to happen because her role was helping with the rollout of new stores for the organization oh she was. yikes new stores coming anytime soon you know? no no yes that was uh yeah bound to happen kind of thing yeah so yeah it, it, it's it's time for, for for um for anyone anyone who's in a creative world yeah photographer writer painter whatever yeah i mean they're always on the edge anyway at the yeah best of times yeah, and, yes, uh, even in yeah, the good times. <laughs> mentally mentally and financially, and uh, then to have all this hit on top of them, it's um, it, it's pretty rough. I know a guy who just bought, just, uh, bought a wedding venue. Oy, oy, oy. Big wedding venue, you know, with you know, a winery attached and stuff, and 
Yikes. Just as he's cleaned the place up to get ready to open it, it's like, oh, there's no weddings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it also does you know, corporate functions. Oh, there's no corporate functions. There's a time you want to invest in a, a, a mate, you know, your biggest investment of your life. And bang, who could predict this? You know, no one. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. The things that change in the world. Are you, you know, look, look at them at the moment. We are absolutely powering ahead. Um, there are books just flying in the door, left, right, and centre. Uh, and and here's the thing: I I actually think the audio book industry is probably going to stand up okay through this because people are going to need something to keep themselves entertained whilst they're locked indoors for months on they end. They can actually read a book, Bruce. Well, they could, but some people don't know how to. A good point, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we've got books coming in left, right and centre. But the thing is, as we're recording this, it's Thursday night. Uh, it is the that, that is a shock on its own. That is a shock on its own. It's the twenty sixth uh, tomorrow, Friday the twenty seventh. The Australian Parliament is supposedly voting on whether we move from level three to level four, and if that happens, then you know my industry will be considered non essential, and I will be confined to home. So that will prevent me from going to the studio to record. Uh, thankfully, a lot of the voice talent that we normally work with they all have home studios admittedly a lot of them are not quite to the standard of what we have in the studio at work you know in terms of noise isolation and all that sort of stuff but when it comes to a crunch we can rely on working remotely you know the voices can work from home they can send the voice tracks to me i can edit and mix and master at home so you know in in terms of keeping the business running i think we're going to be okay but you know i i don't know the intricacies of how the business is run um but i think we'll be okay i think but you know the, the big unquestionable about all of this is what outside factors will impact you know other factors within our business you know that yeah. you know things that we think we can work with you know there will be other influences that will play a part that could bring things unstuck we you know we just don't know so we, yeah we have no no timeline no it's tricky as well you have no idea how long this is going to go for so no exactly um, how it's going to impact who knows what yeah so glad glad to hear that you don't have COVID 19 that's a good thing yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's a bonus, yeah. So they poked <laughs> and prodded and shoved all sorts of stuff into me and x-rayed me and did all things unmentionables. Man- man- yep. Um, but according to them, I don't have it, and that's a, it's a, it's a positive. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, yeah. Yep. It's, it's, uh, I'd rather be in that situation, but they reckon everyone's going to get it anyway. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I could, I could be on round two in a couple of weeks if I got it yeah. this time, you know. Yeah. But um, um, hopefully our, our listeners are, are doing okay, both physically, mentally, and financially. Yes. Uh, it's um, be kind to each other. Yeah. Talk to each other. Yep. Yeah. Jump on their Facebook Look, this, page. this is a great Facebook. time. You know, if, if we do all get confined to home, I think there's a great opportunity to, you know, do I'm some stuff. The daily. Do- <laughs> yeah. We're here to infect your mind well, on a daily well, basis. <laughs> If, the, if, if, if when the quarantine ends and no one wants to leave home, we could do that, and that would force people out. That's right. You know, the, government, the government could force people out. <laughs> and, 
and you know, like, guys, you got a choice. Okay, look, you know, you don't have to leave, but if you stay home, this is what's happening. Walks <laughs> into this daily. And you've, by the way, by the way, you've got 460 odd episodes to catch up. But I, I, I can honestly see, you know, if if we are all forced to work from home, I think a lot of us will work more efficiently from home than we would at work. Uh, and that'll uh, give us hours no of. Oh, sorry. Hey, <laughs> you don't think so? Oh, what a crock! Oh, I do. People, people aren't going to get out of the pajamas. Okay, I, I, I do. I think I would be more, more efficient at home. Yeah, but that's you. Yeah, maybe yeah, you're, a, you're a knob. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know that has an impact. You know, so I, I, I have a I have a project that I want to ha- I want to do if if this all happens and I get stuck at home, uh, and that is that I have a, uh, a a backdrop. You've seen it the the, the blue and white cloudy one, the yeah. the one that you hate, oh, the the yeah. one that's out of date. And I've been yeah. thinking oh, I want to have a crack at at doing my own hand painted canvas. Oh, okay, so you get to paint over the crappy one. Yeah, exactly. Just reuse it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. So I figured, you know, it, it it is quite a dated look now, and um, uh, you know, I've been watching a few videos, watching a few different people with their various techniques for uh, for doing hand painted canvases, and I figure I've got that canvas there. It's you know one point eight wide and three meters long, and yeah, so I just need to go and grab some paint before we do go into lockdown. Um, oh, the hurry. You might not have much options left, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but puce might be your only like, choice. Oh, oh, I guess it's better than what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so how yeah. was India? Epic. Yeah? Absolutely epic. How oh, did it compare to your previous trip? Uh, well, the previous holy trip? Yeah. I would say, by comparison, the previous holy trip, didn't count as a holy trip. Oh. It was wholly insignificant by comparison to what we got into this time. <laughs> right. I mean, that was like holy light at best. Right. This this was like holy hell. Wow. You know, so we, what made it different? Uh, knowledge, for starters. But it know? sounded so like you, you couldn't rely on any of the information. No, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, you know, but you, you know what's going to happen. Right. So, yeah, so you, you have, this, you, you have a, a broader understanding of what's going. The other thing is, uh, we had a uh, last trip. We didn't. We didn't have. A, we had, didn't have a guide. We had a, a friend of someone who lived in town who didn't know squat. Right. Um, this time we had not only our national guide, but our national guide got a local guide as well. Right. Yeah. They yeah, coordinated to make sure we had. Um, um, and and I, I'm, I'm, I knew what I wanted, which is a big thing. So I want to see this thing happen. I want to see this thing happen. But it's, it's a bit typical. I'll give you one example. There's this thing called Holy Can. Now, Holy Can is the night before the main day of Holy, where uh, all around India they light bonfires at night. At a particular time of night, they light a bonfire and do prayers and sing and dance. And uh, So I really wanted to see that because I've never seen that. And um, I knew there was a really big one. Turns out the big one's about 50 kilometres out of town, which is like a three-hour drive. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Um, but there's all these other ones around. So I'm pointing to the guy and I said, okay, this fire here, because it's like in the middle of the day, it's happening that night. This one here, what time are they going to light it? He goes, I'll find out. So he goes off and asks the local guy who's in charge. He goes, it was 3 a.m. <laughs> I said, so what do you mean 3 a.m.? He goes, they're lighting at 3 a.m. 
What? I said, I said well, they can't be lighting at 3 a.m. because it has to light just after sunset is the is the, the, the thing. The whole point is a particular time after I'll – I'll go back and ask. It's like, oh, sometime after 10.30. <laughs> but he just said 3 a.m. No, no, sometime after 10.30. I said, well, like, once again, I don't think 10.30 seems right because <laughs> it's got to be just that. Can you go and ask again? Because, like, between 10.30 and 3 a.m. No, it's, it's ask again. Between 7.30 and 10.30. <laughs> and I'm saying, and he goes, oh, it goes for seven hours. I said, no. <laughs> okay, what time do they put the match on the wood? I'll go find out. Between 7.30 and 10.30. <laughs> so, so you just have to give up. It's, something, it's just like, this, this is just too hard, you know? <laughs> and so we got back to our hotel that night. And exactly as and the hotel had their own bonfire set up, and the hotel manager was a phenomenal guy. He really looked after us really well. And uh, he said to us, he goes, um, we'd be honoured if you guys had come and to our holder camp. And I right. said, so, oh, yeah, we'd love to. What time? What, here we go. What time's the start? What time are you lighting? It's 7.03. <laughs> Not to be too precise about it. <laughs> It's seven oh three. Yes, seven oh three. It's got to start at seven oh three. That's when it's ordained to start. I said, I freaking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Which consequently was just after sunset. You know, because it got dark. You know? <laughs> so all over India at seven oh three, these bloody bonfires weren't lighting at ten thirty three a.m. seven thirty till ten. Seven oh bloody three. Oh, so are they all lit simultaneously? Yeah, because the the, the the priest says this right. is the time to light them. Right. Yeah, I, and I knew this. You know, it's like, oh, God. It's unfortunate by that stage. By that stage of the day, we weren't so worried about missing out on the holy cafe because by that stage, we'd had three days of holy already. Yeah. And we were holy buggered. Yeah. We'd just done done a street parade through um, Matura, the town of Matura, that was the most chaotic, most nuts, most just – well, the, I'm sure the music was playing at 180 decibels. <laughs> right. Men on drink and drugs and crazy and nuts and powder going everywhere. People throwing buckets of water everywhere. And there were water balloons firing from the roof and there people spraying shit in your face. God, it was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, it, we just done like a couple of hours of this, this parade. And the parade, again, is what time's the parade on? And, uh, and it's like, oh, um, I don't know, we'll find out. I said, well, it starts at a particular time. He goes, yeah, so I'll check it out. He says, well, it starts at 2.30. I said, <laughs> okay, how long does it go for? He goes, oh, about 45 minutes. Now, at this stage, it's like, yeah, we're trying to get everything organised. We're an hour away from where we need to be, and it's 2 o'clock. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going, we need to get moving because if this is going, we're only just in the last 15 minutes. If we, don't, if we, if we go now. Yeah. yeah. So we bolted down there. We got there. We had to. We had to take the bus, then take a tuk-tuk, then walk. And then, and fortunately, um, one of the guys we were with, and I'll explain who he was in, in a bit, um, had a friend at the, at the parade, and he had his iPhone showing where's my location. So he was tracking on his location, but the guide led us to it, and we got us to it. And this thing went for like another three hours. Uh, <laughs> this thing didn't go 45 minutes. Right. It takes, it's got to do a loop of the town, but it takes so long to go around because of how many people. <laughs> Yeah. That was crap's going on. That it's it's it's, a, it's at least a three hour thing. So um, we we more than had our fill of that, and uh, so we weren't quite so concerned about the uh, the bonfire. <laughs> so by the night of Holy Can, we were all exhausted. 
Yeah. Dyed multiple colours, had <laughs> powder and stuff in every orifice and in every part of our gear, <laughs> and Holdy starts the next day. Yeah. Yeah, the colour days the next day we've been having all that. So the whole point of going to this uh, to Vrindavan, this town, is to go to this particular temple. Right. This particular temple called Banki Bahari. And that's the the temple that worships the, the – is where Krishna was supposedly born. Oh, okay. It's the temple that goes absolutely off the nuttiest of all the temples. <laughs> so we get there. Yeah, I don't care what time's it open. We get there, bang, no way. It's, people are piling in. It's going nuts. We go up there. Security guard goes, can't go in. You know, what do you mean? Oh, the, the government's banned Westerners going into the big temples as of this morning. Oh, no. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, we come all this damn way, you know. <laughs> and uh, no, I've been in this one last time, multiple times, and it's completely batshit crazy. I mean, it's nuts in there. And, um, not allowed in. So it's like, oh, so what do we do? So I said to the guy, I said, what do we do? What do we do? He goes, oh, we can go to another temple. And I said, uh, yeah, it's not going to be the same, is it? He goes, oh, you know, this will be people, there'll be colours. Be, uh, it's not very far away. It's a five-minute walk. So I said, let's go have a look. So we do this five-minute walk. We walk in. The temple looks exactly the same as the other one, identical looking as the other wow. one. Wow. And all the people are going nuts. and crazy. But, there, but I would say there's only two-thirds as many people. Okay. okay. So there's still a ton of people. Yeah. But there was space to move around. Nice. And because you could move around and you weren't being jostled through the building and out the door in two minutes flat, you could spend ages in there and find your spots and work around. So it actually would be far better to shoot in this <laughs> temple. So much that we went back two more times to this temple because there was space to move. Yeah, right. And because of the space to move, you could, as I said, you could find where you want to shoot. You, know, you could spend time and wait for stuff to happen. Yeah. So, do you do you get like a cheap UV filter to put over the nut? No. F- no. Well, the front of my lens is, con- is, is concave, so, so my fifteen to thirty doesn't have kind yeah. of filters. Right, it's Fair a enough. big, massive, exposed, curved element. So, what do you do to clean it? Just air? You can't air clean it because um, you, you can try blowing on it, but if it's water, it doesn't do much. Right. If it's straight foam, doesn't do much. Yeah. So you try and use your clothing. Right. But, of course, you're getting wetter and wetter and gunkier and gunkier. Yeah. So you're trying to find a, a square to spare that's clean enough to, use, to, to clean your lens. And you, you kind of get this rhythm of you should, you should drop it down as you see stuff coming. You know? Yeah. You kind of get this rhythm of up and down, up and down yeah. as best as you can. Tilt the lens towards the floor. Yeah, and that does a reasonable job, you know. And yep. then you got to remember every now and then just keep checking your lens because make sure you're not shooting with crud all over it. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, does happen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 just a, a matter of timing. Yeah. So 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 we'll backtrack a couple of days. Uh, so we, we we went down to to Holy. Mm. Now, if you remember last time, last time we did Holy, we got there, and we wanted to go to this temple and to see this stuff. And the local guy, the guy who was going to help us out, we get there and he goes, "Oh no, that was yesterday." Right. Do you remember telling that story? <laughs> think, yeah. What was it that was the day before? All, all the temple that we wanted to do that we'd come to go shoot for yeah. the throwing of the colours and all the crazy stuff right. in the Bank Bahari Temple. That's what we have gone all this distance and come for, planned for 18 months. We get there, the guy goes, no, that was yesterday. Right. But the colour throwing stuff goes on for a week, doesn't it? Well, not this is different stuff happens all the time. Oh, okay. okay. But the thing is, the thing we're pointing at, the thing we ought to, he goes, that was yesterday. 
And on that trip, then we, we said, let's go look at the place in the UAE. We got there, and it was all going on. And it went on every day for a couple more days. You know? Right. But you, you can't get that information. Yeah, right. So anyway, this trip, a bit more fore, forewarned, forearmed, foreknowledge. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got there to town, and we said to the guy, right, let's, let's, let's get to the temple. And um, we get to the temple, of course, not adding. <sighs> so we go to this other one, and... Bang, it's late afternoon, everything's going nuts with powder, water, great fun, laughs, people happy, covered in covered in, in powder and stuff. Get home that night, say goodnight to my, to my, my clients and uh, get to bed. And next morning we're, we're at breakfast and there's this uh, two American guys, young young blokes, at the table next to us. Now we're in a non-tourist hotel. Right. Because you know, that's not a tourist area, you know. We're in a non-tourist hotel. And so we're at our tables, these two two Americans, and, and this guy's turned around, the young guy turns, he goes, oh, oh, you've been, you've been doing the holy. And he goes, he goes, yeah. He said, oh, we were told that it wasn't happening yesterday. We were told it doesn't happen until today. So, same thing I've been sort of told, you know. Yeah, I'm right. Going, nah, nah. I said, no, we've been there, done that. Don't, no, don't listen. He goes, he goes, oh, how do you find the information? He goes, this, 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 this. so I looked at my guests and said, do you have an objection to a couple more people hanging out with us? At both stages, we were eight or nine days into each other's company. Yeah. Anybody, anybody new to talk to is good. Yeah. <laughs> so that, 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 that was quite, it was, that, that said, oh, yeah, but, yeah, no problem at all. So I turned to these two young bucks and said, yeah, you want to come and join us? Come and hang out for the day but with our guides. We'll, we'll get you in. We'll make sure you get what you came for. And they were, they were wrapped, delighted. So anyway, so we're in, we're in the bus heading into town to, to, to go to the temple. I hand out my business cards to these two guys, and so they're straight onto their phones to yeah, get on Instagram to, yeah. to start to start the, the following sort of thing. And the young buck down the front, he goes, "Oh, you're already following me." What? And I'm like, "What? I don't follow anybody. Certainly not photographers." I said, "I said I follow like four photographers. What's your what's your?" I knew, I knew his name was Andrew. I said, "What's your surname?" He goes, "Studer." I said, "Oh, damn, man, I love your stuff." He goes, oh, gee, thanks. I said, yeah, you know, I love that, you know, big Milky Way with a freaking torch pointing at it and the the, the, the tents on the, the That's so original. I love that stuff. And he, and, yeah, totally, totally um, being horrible as I normally tend to be. So he started, he started laughing. I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's original. No, that's great. And, and so he had a laugh. I said, no, I said, I've been following you for like five years at least. He goes, really? Wow. And he goes, because he goes, five years ago I wasn't a photographer. I said, yeah, I know. I said, five years ago, somehow I stumbled across you and you mentioned that you were at high school and you really wanted to be a photographer and your parents wanted you to finish school and go to college. He goes, yeah, I remember that. He said, and you were posting about it. He goes, yeah. I said, I followed you because I was really interested to see what happened. Wow. Yeah, just, just how, how, how the story unfolded. Wow. Because these photos, he lives up in Oregon, so he's got all these mountain shots and yeah. you know, Milky Way. He's a bloody good photographer. S T U D E R. If anyone wants to follow him, yeah, right. Really, really good photographer, and uh, but all landscape stuff, and not my cup of tea. But all landscape stuff. It is such a small world, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it funny? I said, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh man, he couldn't believe I'd been following him for that long." You know? Wow. And uh, no, so I scored straight away. Said, "You well, yeah, thanks for the love back because you've never followed me in all these damn years." You know? <laughs> and uh, so, so, so. Branching ahead into people photography, he's just sort of mentioned to travel stuff a little bit more. Yeah. So it's a whole new world for him. So that was that was really cool. So it was an amazing coincidence, you know. That is awesome. And again, when I said, but I follow nobody, 
you know, yeah. not photographers. Unless I, if I know photographers personally, I follow them because they're friends. Yeah, I like to see yeah. what friends are doing. I don't follow people to see what art they're doing. No, if you know what I mean. It's yeah, it's not my not my bag. So that was, that was really amazing. And anyway, so then Andrew goes, oh, anyway, he's the famous one, not me. Right, <laughs> pointed to the other guy, <laughs> and and the other guy's going. Nah, 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 nah. I said, uh, so I said, okay, what's your name? So uh, I typed his name up. He's a he's an NFL quarterback. Oh wow! For yeah, so he was like with the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and now he's with uh, with Arizona. Uh, so so he's, he's, a, he's a quarterback, you know. And on on the off season, he travels the world, you know. And so yeah, these two, two and these two guys, they were awesome guys. They hang out with us for three days. <laughs> I took them around. I, I told them some jokes. I picked on their photography. And I was I was I, sorry, no, I gave them honest critique. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honest my ass, and we had we had a ball, yeah, absolute ball together, and then um, yeah, we're going to get Andrew to come on the podcast, right? Awesome. Now, now we talked about Andrew. Funnily enough, we talked about him about that process. I'm sure, like five years ago, yeah, right. I'm sure I mentioned, and then we talked to him about him about maybe two years ago on the podcast. Okay, he was a photographer who did that rock climbing uh, photo with a full solar eclipse behind it. So there was a solar eclipse and a, gli- a guy on a rock wall uh, up in the mountains. Right. It was a famous photo at the time. It caused all sorts of stir because everyone was saying it's fake. Right. You know, I thought, thought, he's going, no, this is here's, here's the raw file, here's the straight out of camera. It's just a bit of planning and using a big lens, you know? Yeah, right. So we talked about him then because, once again, it was all these people who didn't know how stuff worked yeah. saying it's all fake. So, so funny enough, I said, well, we've talked about it a couple of times in the podcast. You've had to come on. So um, <laughs> he's, he's very agreeable to come on and um, have a chat with us, which would be nice. Awesome. But, uh, lo- lovely. You know, I mean, I hate him, of course, because he's, he's young, <laughs> he's talented, uh, he's young, um, and he's young. He's got a lot of things. A lot of things going well for him. He's got 192,000 followers on Instagram. Good on him. Oh, we're struggling to get seven listeners after five years doing this. Young punk's punk, got you know, four photos of a tent lit up inside with a torch and somebody with a head torch looking at the Milky Way. He's got 200,000 followers. Nice. He's got more than that. But he had just been up in uh, Bhutan, I think it was, before he came down and yeah. um, and did this some, some really cool video footage up there and he's posted um, – uh, his holy footage. We'll put a link into the podcast. Uh, his right. footage from the holy, which is which is epic. It really really sort of shows off what we were doing pretty darn well. But this kid's nuts. I mean, this is this is I think one of the reasons why we sort of took it to the next level. They're, they're full on into their photography, and um, so we're walking the streets and getting pounded with stuff. And rather than sort of well, maybe we'll get past this bit because it's a bit too full on, they're standing and getting throw the bucket of water at me, throw it at me. Oh. <laughs> The water's coming at him, you know, um, to the point where Brett, the quarterback, destroyed his GoPro. Oh, really? And Andrew uh, had, had problems with EOS 1DX, just going, <laughs> taking photos after the 50th bucket of water or whatever, you know. <laughs> so uh, we, 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 had a, we had a ball with those guys. That was, that was really good. And the rest of the trip was really good as well. I mean, it was, it was we had some great photo opportunities. We, yeah, yeah, Delhi was fabulous. And the food, we had some incredible meals. We went to somebody's house and they made that helped that we cooked a meal with them. Oh, nice. Yeah, like a little home, home experience. Yeah, we just walked, it just, it was just, it was just really relaxed. We just walked and went to all the good stuff. 
you know, we hung out in the main the main mosque for a couple of hours rather than doing the tourist thing and going in for 15 minutes. And we're, the classic example, we're walking around this mosque, this big open square mosque, which can hold up to 20,000 people when it's at main prayers. And uh, we're still there, and there's this guy running off to take a photo, and they've just arrived, and his, his, his partner's going, hurry up, Brian, we've only got 10 minutes. You know, so the 10 minutes of the whole visit is like, man. Um, so, um, yeah, it's nice to have, to have to spend time doing that. And I think we've got some pretty darn good shots. Yeah. yeah we've got some nice portraits. We uh, hit some locations at different times of the day to get different lights. We, I don't know, it, it was it was flawless. Excellent. Nothing really went went wrong which is now as i recall just before you left uh, i think you had a cancellation or two yes yes so down to half people down to only two people in the whole for the whole tour so there's a, and only one of them was a photographer oh wow so basically had a one-on-one photo tour of india wow which is and their husband and wife so it's kind of you know <laughs> and why we why we needed you know, extra people on the bus you know? <laughs> <laughs> we had a big to, bus, but, to balance yeah. the bus up <laughs> After all my jokes, they, they, they got it done in. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they needed all the help they could get. Yeah, so it was a, we were a really small group, you know, a really small group. Yeah. It, but it, it is a, a little COVID bizarreness. So I flew Melbourne, Thailand, Thailand, or Bangkok to, to, to India, going through uh, changing terminals in Bangkok. I'm being tested. I think I got tested three times for temperature. Wow. For three different zones going yeah. to India. Tested the zones, filled out all these forms. It took like two and three hours to get through customs in India. Yeah. Really full on. Coming back into Australia, just walk straight through. Yeah, right. Even, yeah. All, all, the, only, the only thing that added was a couple of extra questions on the automatic yeah, do-it-yourself checking, uh, saying, have you, been to, have, have you been to these countries like China? Uh, these like China and Italy at the time. Yeah. It's like, no. And that was it. Wow. And I'll just, yeah, you go straight through, dude. Just walk, walk away through, you know. So it's like maybe a little bit more border control, wouldn't it be? Yeah. 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 Then, what are you going to do? It's the past. I said, the problems with tours, I always say to customers on day one, it's the stuff that goes wrong that, that's where your stories are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so right. everything, everything goes right. It's like, well, I had the trip go, oh, I was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll go, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, it was food like good. Did you see good stuff? Yeah, good. Yeah, it was all good. Yeah. Uh, one funny moment did happen. I think it was on day two. Yeah. We we're walk, walking around a, a, a big place called Humayun's tomb. It's a, a precursor to the Taj Mahal. Okay. In Delhi, in Delhi, beautiful building. And we're walking around, and and when you say a precursor, you mean like it's built in the same style, but was built before the Taj Mahal? Yeah. Right. Same, same style, not the same colour, but you know, it's more red sandstone. Okay. Uh, one of the evolutions before it got to the Taj Mahal. Right. It was a practice run. Pretty much, yeah. And further back from that, there's this little mosque area as well. And so we're walking around that. We come out of this corner, there's this guy sweeping the, the big frontal area of the mosque. Uh, and there's all these big leaves and flowers that are falling off the tree. So he's got this big straw broom and he's sweeping, sweeping, sweeping. And I want to get down low because we're, we're sort of down on the ground and the, the, the platform is probably five feet high. Yeah, so you could kind of lean your camera on the, on, the, on the ground and get this guy sweeping with the building in the background. It's all kind of cool. But it wasn't quite dramatic enough. Yeah. So I, I asked the guy, I got, I got, I got Paul, the, the, the other photographer, said, come, come stand next to me here. 
uh, and be brave. And um, and I said to the guy, I said, can you get the guy sweeping to sweep the stuff right into our faces? Just <laughs> and, and the guy looks at me like, what? And I said, he's just, just remember saying day two, he's getting used to me still. Get to sweep this stuff right into my faces. He goes, what? I said, just, just, you know, straight at us. So he, 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 he calls up the guy who's doing the sweeping, and he's like, in Hindi, can you, can you sweep him? He says, no. And, and then the guy comes in, he says, he says no. I said, go on, just, just ask him. We want him to. We want him to. So he asks again. He goes, no. I said, come on, come on. So eventually the guy finally decided, very half-heartedly, to sweep this stuff out of our faces. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Sweep, 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 sweep. So, eventually, we've got this guy. He's hurling these things at us. <laughs> he's laughing his head off because it's like the stupidest things he's ever had to do in his life. Yeah. So, of course, we've got these photos of, of this guy with this beautiful building sweeping and all this stuff flying straight at the lens. Which yeah. Is, and, of course, it's peppering all Your face is protected because it's behind, behind the camera, which is good, but it, yeah. it's in your head and your shoulders and your cheeks and stuff. And, <laughs> oh, it was funny. And so, that was, that was kind of a, not something going wrong, but, yeah. A bizarre situation, which which made for a really funny story, you know. Yeah, and it was a great photo. It was one of the ones that I clicked like on. Oh, I've, I've got others, and I'm sure I'm better, but I just haven't. <laughs> only them all, you know. It's like you know, who could be asked? Yeah. Uh, so before I went, I picked up a little Hewlett Packard. Uh, oh, your printer. Printer. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so I'm, I'm in I'm in little towns and places and. Uh, you, you find a nice little character. You take a couple of photos with a normal camera, and then you take a photo with your with, the, with your phone and print it out. That went down an absolute treat. Yeah, but yeah, people will get it. They'll look at it, then they'd hold it to their heart. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, it makes you feel so damn good, you know. Yeah. So we went into went into a brick making facility uh, outside Varanasi. So it's basically farmland where they're just sculpting these, making these bricks out of mud and who knows what else, and drying them in the sun, then firing them in an oven. A huge, a huge underground oven and massive chimneys, and so we're the first Westerners to ever stop there. The first tourists to ever ever stopped and gone into this place. Wow! And um, so we're there, and we're photographing away, and these these guys are working so damn hard. And then you know, you pull out the printer, start taking the photos, and handing the you know, photos. They've probably never seen a photo of a soul before in their life. <laughs> and then they're running around showing their wives and girlfriends and kids these photos they've got of themselves. It was. Absolutely epic, you know. Nice. A fifty buck investment, second hand. There's a second hand printer. Fifty buck investment for the printer and a hundred photos. Yeah. My goodness, some fun with that. It was just, it was such a, so something I'm definitely going to do every time from now on. Oh, uh, that's such awesome. A, such a, such a cool thing. Yeah. Trying to think what other, what other epic things happen. I'm going to little flick through photos. We did some off-camera flash shoots with some, some. Uh, Babas, some um, um, holy men in Varanasi. Uh, yep. yep. Uh, they came out okay. We did a, a photo of a young kid on a horse on off-camera flash. What was going on with that horse? It looked like it was a trapezoid. It was standing at the the most odd angle. Well, I think it, I think there's a couple of things going on. I think it was on a slight angle, right? But then I'm sitting <laughs> on a, a really acute angle with a 15 mil lens. Yeah. But it just it just looked like the horse had its front legs out in front of it and its back legs out behind yeah, it. So I'm, I'm thinking a fair a fair bit of that is to do with the lens. Okay, because um, it didn't didn't look like that in real life, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah, it had a slightly wider stance, but I think you know, the breed of horse is uh, an unusual breed of horse. Right. It's, it's an Indian Indian style horse. It's, it's got these little inward curling ears. Oh, okay. So it's a very specific breed. 
Right. Yeah, so that, that, I kind of like that photo. Uh, we did. We were to see the Kushti wrestlers of uh, Varanasi as well, these guys right. who um, they're, they're basically taking vows of celibacy and they train and train and, uh, and wrestle each other in like spiritual wrestling, as you'd call it. Right. That was pretty cool. We went to a couple of their um, their gyms and photographed in there, which was great. Yeah. I've been there before, but never seen them wrestling. So this is the first time I saw them wrestling, which is fabulous. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is in a ball. Yeah, which is so much cool stuff happened. Uh, but just good stuff, not not – Oh shit, that didn't work out. Or, oh shit, but how do we fix this problem? There was, there was always the normal stuff like yeah, you tell the guy what you want, and the guy gives you something completely different. And you go, no, that's not what I asked for. This is what, yeah. Um, or you're in a boat on on the Ganges, and it's you, you're watching what's going on, and you're trying to take some photos. So you're sort of concentrating on that, and then you you turn to the guy and go, where are we going? He goes down there. I said, why? He kind of looks at me, he's like, why are we going down there? He goes, well, that's what everyone does. We go down there, turn around, come back out. There's nothing down there. The people <laughs> bathing are here. We, we're, this turn around, back up in here. Because you know? <laughs> there's, once again, photo tours are very different from normal to a normal tour. You get on this boat, you go down there, then you come back up here, you go past the burning gas, and you walk back to your bus, go back to the hotel for breakfast. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're pushing our way in between boats and holding in one spot for an hour, you know, we're um, we're going to the other side of the river and getting out and photographing people on horses. I mean, it's not your normal everyday tour. Yeah. So it took a, it took a few uh, a few days for the guy to start to really grasp that <laughs> everything everything he wanted to do he shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> and clarify with me, yeah, what his thoughts were versus what my thoughts were. Yeah. And it worked really well. He was, he was an excellent guide. So we started, you know, every day was, we had a rough itinerary and every day we changed it completely. Yeah, right. Based around timings and best opportunities. And now this is, this is happening really, this is really good. Let's stick here a bit longer. For them not to be rigid is really important because it's, you know, the things that you, you have to be fluid when, when you're photographing because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that worked really, really well. He, by the end of the tour, he was completely trained. Uh, so I've, I've told him every tour, every tour to India from now on, he's got to be my guide. You know, oh, cool! I'm breaking him in. It's, 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 if he's available, he's, he's, he's my guy. He's my dude. Oh, uh, he he will make himself available. I'm sure. And he's of like, it. like my brother from another mother. He's, a, he's the loveliest guy too. You know. Awesome. And uh, so we got on really, really well. And. Uh, <laughs> So that's really cool too, but it, it's it's yeah yeah. It's like whenever you find someone good and trustworthy and gets yeah. what you want, you try and stick with them if you possibly yeah. can. And yeah. So, so he was really cool. He worked out a treat. Yeah, and, and because of because of how well we worked together, not a lot of stuff went wrong. There was no no major catastrophes. No one got sick, which is good. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you know, once again, yeah, being unwell on tour is a, a tiring and exhausting experience. So yeah, I hope people don't have that. And yeah. The, the the places we stayed were excellent. The food quality was fabulous. Uh, yeah, it just it just all worked. Yeah, it's, it's probably the easiest tour I've ever done. Wow. Yeah, uh, but not as far as yeah, come back completely physically ruined, and yeah. exhausted, <laughs> and wrecked. Uh, but that's normal. Yeah. But for as far as what you want to happen happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. There'd be a few things you, you'd like to see. A few more. Um, people in Varanasi. Varanasi was pretty quiet. Oh, okay. Uh, which happens, yeah. Uh, we had to be there the time we had to be there to be in Holy when we needed to be there. So, um, yeah, you don't go there. We weren't there for a major festival. We were just there on a normal day. 
right? Uh, no, no, couple of days. Do, do do you think that the absence of people was because of coronavirus? And- no, no, simply it's simply just there was no festival on. Oh, okay. I mean, these, these people are bathing in water downstream from where people put dead bodies into the water, Bruce. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to kill them. Their, their, their bodies are very strong. Very, <laughs> have a lot of a lot of immunity. They're you already know. hardened. <laughs> pretty, yeah. I mean, they've they've got they've got some pretty strong metabolism, pretty strong yeah. systems. <laughs> but uh, no, no, it was just simply it was between festivals. Yeah, and yeah, we were there early in the morning, and the time of year so the water's a bit cold, so people tend to come down a bit later to bathe. Right. We couldn't be there later because we need to be there for sunrise to go up and do the other stuff we needed to do. So, you know, that was about the only, you know, I wouldn't call it disappointing. It was just like, yeah, uh, it was what it was. You know? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I could get some energy back, I'll be getting my March tour uh, up and running uh, for booking. Hopefully the world is reopened by then. And, yeah. Uh, that, so the March tour is going to be a lot easier. It's no, no holy in that one. Right. I think I can only do, I think I can only do a holy every two or three two or three years it might take that long to recover yeah right yeah so next year next year instead of, instead of the chaos of holy it'll be the luxury glamping under the stars in the desert nice yeah, somewhat easier to do nice you know, possibly more appealing too because yeah it takes a, a special type of person to want to do holy in the first place yeah right it's, it is pretty full-on yeah you certainly got to be uh, ready to get out of your comfort zone oh yeah yeah exactly i mean and, and power to, to the guys I was with, they yeah, they braved it bloody well. Yeah. Nothing you can imagine can prepare yourself for what actually happens. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't you can't envision what chaos is like. You've got to live it to go, oh, yeah, now I know what, now I know what you meant. You know? Yeah, yeah. Your imagination, you can't imagine stuff if you have no – Experience of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have had other chaotic things in your life, but they're not all the same, obviously. So, yeah. So yeah, ball, an absolute ball. Stacks of photos, still a Brazilian photos I haven't looked at yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that advance has been locked in doing nothing. Is I've um, yeah, obviously printed, looked at a few more photos and edited a few. But I've been I've been super lazy with my editing because I know that'll surprise you. That <laughs> does surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I'm using artificial intelligence to edit most of my photos. Oh, okay. I'm using a program we talked about about I don't know six eight months ago called Photo Lemure. Yep. And basically, you just open it and it does it all for you. Then you save it. Right. Yeah, I'm being really, really finessed with my art. Yeah. <laughs> and you're happy with what it's doing, obviously. Um, yeah, well, for most, if there's ones there that isn't quite doing what I want, then I'll open up Photoshop, or whatever, and tinker away now yeah. so i've either been doing that or i've been doing a bit of color grading for the images so i've been oh. uh, yes. so that's that's kind of the two editing styles i've been using i've been doing a lot of yeah slidery stuff and layery stuff and all those are the technical things yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so ultimately it was good because if you don't spend a lot of time editing um you can do more yeah, of course good yeah so of course well while you were gone we had an email from Paul Friday. Did we? Yes. Him in years. No. And he, he said, nice one, chaps, which was obviously reference to whatever we did in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, good discussion on why on earth we are pressing that button. 
a couple of links to similar ideas just for entertainment. And this is a photographer's website, and I have to say this very slowly, Fup Duck Photo, (laughs) which is fantastic. Anyway, there's a couple of stories there all, all about you know, the whole question of why. And, and I, one of the two links, he, he poses this question of if you were out with a friend who's not a photographer, you know, a person who doesn't know the difference between an F-stop and, and, a bus stop. and, why, and why are we effing stopping again? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you raised your camera to your eye to take a photograph and the friend says, what are you taking a photo of and why? How would you answer that? And I thought, wow, what a, what a great question. What a great way to frame that thought process of how, how, how do you describe to a non-photographer what it is that you're trying to shoot and why? So it's art. You wouldn't understand. But the third link that Paul gave us is, um, he says, you also get a mention for being the role model of constructive criticism. Who does? You do. Really? Yes. In, in what? In the third link. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'm not telling you. You'll have to go read it. Where is it? <laughs> It's in the it's in the Skype window where I always send you the stuff we're going to talk about. Look, I will I will bear you the pain. He says, if you want to hear criticism done right, listen to some episodes of the Shutters Inc. podcast. Try episode four hundred and thirty seven as a starter. The pictures are on the website, so you can see directly what Glenn is telling Bruce. This is constructive commentary about the pictures, delivered in a form that can be directly used to make changes. There is also a comparison picture at the end where Glenn edits one of the pictures to show what he was describing. Stuff like this you can carry around in your head to use when it's your turn to take pictures. So there you go. Well, clever stuff. There's one person out there who likes what you say. No, that's wrong. (laughs) Two. Oh, you and them. (laughs) 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 Anyway, yeah. Of course, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Positive role model. There you go. (laughs) We're going to get that bronzed. The website, bronzed website. Ah, dear. Well, so anyway, we can end on a chuckle. So, oh, that's it. Done. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about anything else. We shouldn't talk. The world it needs seriousness, <laughs> not levity. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> yeah. Mate, stand stuff. My bakery, my local bakery, just burnt down today. I saw that. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it. I, I, I saw you mention it. The whole business is toast. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing emergency session dad jokes. Right. Because you know, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a. It's, Tricky time of year, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm brought out the, the well, mind you the kids are off school now anyway because I was going to say, it's, it's, but it's, I, I was I was doing the dad jokes before they closed. Mind you, I was I was isolated as soon as I came back from India anyway, so they couldn't go to school anyway. So they've been off for a week. 
right. and a half, a week and a half before schools closed down. Yeah, so right. I've already been off yeah, two weeks now. So it's two weeks today I got back, so they've been off two weeks yeah. already. Yeah. And who knows how, how much longer ahead. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. what it is. Uh, yep. I, I sent a link through to Andrew's video. Oh, cool. Awesome. This yeah, so you can have a- All right. I will uh, put that in the show notes for anyone that wants to check that out. And and, and, and go to his page and steal his, his, um, his photo for the, the, the eclipse. Oh, okay. Yep. Because that's, and say that's who's going to come on because that's, um, it was two years ago, my goodness, but yeah, he, he, <laughs> epic, epic shot. Yeah, so, nice. Uh, anyway. Awesome. All right, mate, will you look after yourself? I shall. I'll do everything I normally do looking after myself, which is... Um, <laughs> Lots my, of nap time. Napping. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, see, here's the thing, though. Last year, I would have been accused of being a real lazy, good for nothing if all I did was lay around the house, nap and watch TV. Yeah. This year... I'm a responsible citizen. That's it. <laughs> you know, I've stepped up my game this year by doing you, nothing different. There you go. Yeah, I'm a, a worthless member of society to someone to be, a true role model. That's quite it. Quite frankly. <laughs> Excellent. All right, mate. Will you have a good week? Oh, well, take care, mate. <laughs> we'll talk hey, to you next can week. You let me, can you let me know again when it's Thursday again? Because I had no idea today was Thursday. <laughs> right. I will do that. Awesome. See <laughs> so, yeah. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com. Shutters Inc.